there are so many people making really, really cool stuff for Morkborg. Incredibly talented people. Uh, if I featured them all on this channel, it would just be nonstop videos, like probably half a dozen videos a day uh, on, on uh, Morkborg content, which is super, super awesome. The community is just thriving. Um, I've got all of the... Um, the 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 kind of quote unquote official stuff the Feratory, heretic uh, all those supplements for Morkborg. but today we're going to talk about a product that is going to be my next go to product for Morkborg, um, and that is crawling death uh, beneath the dying forest uh, it gives you a random dungeon crawl generator and, and all that stuff it's super super cool I'm excited to have Brian Colin on uh, yeah. We're, we're going to talk about Crawling Death. It's super, super cool. Uh, if you're interested in what we're going to be talking about, check out the link in the description below. Stick around. We're talking Crawling Death, Meet the Dying Forest for probably about a half hour or so. Hey everyone, welcome to Victory Condition Gaming. My name is Doug. Today on the show, we're talking Crawling Death Beneath the Dying Forest uh, with the creator, Brian Colin. We are uh, so, so excited about this product. It's actually on GameFound and, and it's hit its funding goal. And uh, we're going to show off uh, test printing that Brian's already done. We're going to talk about how he collaborated with his kids on this product. I'm just super, super stoked. Um, yeah, but first... If you are coming across our uh, content for the very first time and you haven't done so already, please hit that subscribe button down below. We'd love to have you as part of our VCG community. Uh, if you're a fan of Morkborg and all the cool stuff and all the content that people are creating for it, hit that like button. It helps you know bring this uh, this video notice and helps Brian create more cool stuff for for this uh, for for not only Morkborg but just the tabletop. Uh, industry and, and hobby as well. So without further ado, let's bring on Brian Colin. Brian! Doug, hello. Thanks, so thanks for having me. Hey, thanks for giving your time today. Uh, it's it's good to ha finally have you on. We've, we've talked uh, a few times previously. I think I met you in person at, at Gen Con last year, I believe. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So it's nice to nice to have you on the show finally. Yeah, it's good to good to ha get to hang out and not be uh, at the rush of oh people God. coming to try and buy things at, at your booth or my booth and you know, it's crazy. It was crazy. It was, uh, you know, everybody was just glad to be out and about, I think, finally, uh, you know, after that uh, couple of years of being stuck inside. So I think yeah, so. Gen Con I think... was Gen Con was fun. Um, hopefully we can we can do that again. Hopefully we'll be able to spend a little more time to connect uh, this year, though, at Gen Con. Yeah, absolutely. I think I think people will be more inclined to being a little more social now that things are quieting down at least a bit. So yeah, I think yeah. Uh, I think there will definitely be some more more hangout time available. Excellent, excellent. Uh, before we get too you know into your your campaign that you've got going on, which I'll remind folks ends Friday. So if you're watching this right now, it ends in just like under a week. So go check it out uh, if if you're watching this video. Uh, but do it after you, you you know you watch this video. We can you know, or at least keep it keep yeah. the video on in the background or something. Yeah, um, hear, hear us talk. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Let's let's talk a little bit about yourself because you make some really cool products for the tabletop industry and uh, you've got a really great website. Let, why don't we talk about that to, to right out of the gate? Sure. Okay. Um, well, my my company is Creature Curation. Um, I have been creating things for the RPG scene since like about 2017, 2018, after I went to my first 
Gen Con having sculptures of my weird fantasy creatures from a world that I had created called Revelo. Um, I've created, uh, I co-published uh, Cartography, which are dungeon crawls in a deck with uh, Norse Foundry. Uh, we kickstarted that years ago, and that has a bunch of random adventure decks, uh, dungeon decks that have downloadable adventures that go with them. Um, I create RPG pins and patches because when I realized big one-of-a-kind sculptures couldn't didn't sell super well, like there's people that want to support you at a convention and they can't afford one-of-a-kind art, but they can afford a $10 or $12 enamel pin. I made a bunch of cute RPG-related pins and patches. I've made stuffed animals called uh, as part of my RPG squeeze line, which are big plush stuffed animals, but also blind box, slow rise foam squishies. I've created a 5e campaign campaign setting in bestiary um, for my world of Revelo. I uh, co-created Vaskrim, which is a sci-fi hack of Merkborg that Infinite Black published. I'm also the vice president of RPG development at Infinite Black. Um, and then my latest project that we're we're really here to talk about as well is the crawling death which is a a uh, a dungeon crawl for Merkborg that has an ever shifting dungeon because you can replay it and play it all over the place and you can use a few rooms or randomly roll and have a massive sprawling dungeon with four adventure hooks uh lots of uh monsters and different factions and lots of replayability within within that adventure itself yeah, I love it. You sent me over uh, a uh, like a first edition PDF just to kind of show off uh, what what was in inside it, and and man, I just fell in love with it Im immediately. I'm like, this is gonna be super cool to like bring to conventions or like just bring to the shop and and like throw up a quick one shot with it. Um, I'm just gonna put some some uh, like I I love how you can just just all of a sudden just create these different rooms. And I know that there's, there's like that, the Morkboard guys have put out that dungeon, uh, you know, generator on, on their website. But I think this is a product that, you know, sometimes we don't have access to stuff online, you know, right. and, and sometimes you want a little more detail than just, you know, a few, few bits and pieces here and to, to kind of just get you started. This is definitely going to give you a little more structure uh, as far as, uh, you know, kind of uh, just a, a random dungeon crawl. Uh, I love it. I love it so much. Um, now, let's talk a little bit about this. What? So you you put this you put out the cartography um, product, and so this kind of was an, the next evolution. You were like, okay, this is this is a product that I kind of want to tie into what I've already put in and make more board content with, right? Is that yeah? Is that, yeah. that seems that seems really genius to me. Like, <laughs> I, I love the fact that you were that creative. Like, okay, like, hey. You know, I, I put out this product already. How do I tie it into something that's, that's uh, you know, that the people are going to want and, and use in, in more work? And I, I, yeah, I, I can't uh, can't say it enough. I think that's, that's really genius. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, I have, we, we printed a bunch of the cartography decks and people that have bought them to play like the 5e adventures that go along right. with them have played through those. There was some fate conversion. Um, and, but because I still have these products and I, I want to introduce them to new people. Like, so the card deck that comes that, that this was written around, it's not the same color that's printed in the book. It's like a grayer color. Right. So I did like a yellow overlay when putting it into a Merkborg book. Cause I wanted to have the tone and feel that is the setting. And also since I had created Vaskrim and done the sci-fi horror thing, and we're going to keep publishing stuff like that through infinite black. I wanted to, I want to do something in Merkborg because I'd never done anything like, within the setting itself. Sure. So if I can create stuff that kind of 
adds to the community build since, you know, there've been over a thousand creations uh, right? for Merkborg so far by, by the community. I want to, you know, be a part of that and help be, be with that. Oh, something else that I created that's community related is uh, uh, MerkborgCompatible.com. For anybody that is doing any crowdfunding for a mm -hmm. Merkborg product, they submit it there and I throw it up and it's just an online calendar oh, nice. to show you all the current uh, compatible things that are out crowdfunding. Um, There's just but, so many, so many talented people making more board content. And yes, and this is, uh, and I love everybody. Like there's folks that, that just like, okay, Hey, I just want to put this up. This kind of just looks kind of similar to, you know, what the Johan uh, puts out for, for products and, and his layout and everything. I, I love when people kind of, when, when people take more Borg, they take that spirit and then they kind of tweak it to like their own style and their own, like they, they want to put their own spin on it. And I feel like you've done that with this. I mean, we, we've talked, I don't know if you, if you follow the channel, but we had the, we had Luke on from pirate yeah. Borg yeah. Uh, on uh, earlier, uh, you know, a week ago or so. And I love how he was able to kind of take that and make pirate Borg with this mm -hmm. product. You've kind of twisted it and made it your own kind of thing by, you know, using your card deck. And I love the art style in this, like this, in, in this, like, it's so super dope. Like Thank you. let's, let's, you sent over this, like, not only are you using like illustrations, but there's like 3D art. Like, yeah. <sighs> I, that's like using paper clay. I, like I sketched it out and then I sketched it on a like rigid, like a uh, uh, pro panel board. And then I used uh, paper clay and I just sculpted on top of it. And then I got out some of my Reaper miniatures paints and I painted it up. And um, I actually like, after I played my very first Mork board game, that's when I decided like I needed to do a different sculpture that was dark and weird. And I wanted to only use black, white, and, and one other color versus right. my, my normal creature sculptures are usually much more vibrant, lots of, lots of bright colors, more a little more Henson-esque. Um, yeah. And with the, that, and that's what led to Vast Grimm. Like I created something, I was like, okay, this needs to be sci-fi. It shouldn't live in uh, in, in where Morkborg is. And so it's just the natural, like kind of, whenever I sculpt things, they all need to live in a place and trying to give that dimension. I like the tactile True. experience when, uh, when looking at things and uh, I need to have that in there. I, I love it. I, I, before we went live, I, I kind of told you that, uh, well, I told you that I grew up with, land of the lost and like mm -hmm. the, the whole 3d or the whole stop motion claymation kind of uh uh that that kind of genre was was kind of big when i was really really little and uh, this kind of just takes it to a whole nother creepier level and, and not that land, land of the lost was creepy like i said land of the lost was pretty creepy as it is but uh yeah this is uh this is i, I love it i love it i was a big jim henson fan so like mm -hmm. this this total feel of of your uh of your project just hits home with me and I think it's super, super cool. Awesome. Thank you. Um, so you have, uh, let's, let's actually bring up your, your campaign on, on, uh, why is it not letting me, hmm. Uh, let's see here. Let's bring up your, your campaign on the screen here. Um, so you had a stretch goal uh, or a, a goal of $2,000. Mm -hmm. it's at five thousand already love it love it thank you um you've crossed the uh the, the stretch goal of uh, a vast grim campaign that kind of ties into this mm -hmm. which is really really awesome i love the fact that your price point 20 bucks for this 
I wanted to try and like I look at the other books, the other hardcover books about the same size that seem to work with like stores. I want stores to be able to carry my products because there's going to be the awesome backers that, that back this and get it right away. But then right. there's going to be hopefully people that discover it later. And the best way to do that is getting it into stores. So looking at like uh, some of the old school essentials modules and seeing their price points at 20 to 25 dollars uh, knew that if I if I sold this at retail at 25 and then the people that support it early get, get, get the, the better discount. Um, that, that would definitely be, uh, I think it would be something that, that people would pick up. I know I'd go into my local game shop, see an adventure. That's a hardcover book for 25 bucks and pick it up and not, not think anything of it. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, now not only does this have a, a, a dungeon like generator in it, but like you've got, some other content from work where you get uh, some creatures and some uh, some spells and or scrolls and yeah. what what else uh, can you tell a little bit more about what uh, is all included in this book? Sure. So th there's four main storylines that are happening within this giant dungeon. So you can play through all of them, or you can take one of them. And so within those, there's specific monsters, creatures that are that are relevant to that. There's also certain scrolls, like there there's a a book of scrolls that. Uh, the, that this mad warlock uh, Malkala has ripped the pages out and hidden throughout the dungeon. So that's one of the kind of storylines. So that you get those as added content to play in your normal Morkborg game. Um, we've got the a bunch of rumors to help kind of feed why your players would come into this. The the factions help kind of they they overlap in ways so that if you wanted to to work the stories together, you could, or they can be completely self-contained. The the relics are magic items. I also I included infections because. That's one of the things that I really liked when creating Vaskarim was things that like you have to, there, there aren't a whole lot of toughness roles right. in, in Morkborg and Pele talked about that on one of his interviews. And I like having that, that sort of thing. Cause I tend to, when I'm running a game, you use presence a whole lot, uh, but uh, trying to incorporate toughness a bit more. So there's some infections there. There's treasures. There's like, uh, like a uh, uh, table for looting the dead basically and so just trying to incorporate a bunch of a bunch of added content that you can throw into any game even if it's not this module uh, i love it i love it now one thing that uh, that i heard what uh in regards to this product is that uh, you your kids actually consulted yes. on this on this and and contributed to this this uh this project i think it's super cool because they're they're like eight and twelve which Parenting like a boss, Brian. I'm going to say That's, right now, parenting like a boss. They're either going to really love the gaming community in a couple of years, or they're going to despise me because of it. <laughs> so, you know, I, I, I'm hoping that they're going to love the things that I love um, right. because I enjoy it so much. So what I do is I sit down at our, our dining table and I'd be like, okay, we need to make notes. I want to have this number of factions in the group, in, in the adventure. So help me come up with ideas with that. Then I got out like one of the actual cartography decks and I'd go through room at a time. I'd lay the card down. I'd be like, okay, what do you think should be in this room? And I'd take notes. And now I've massaged those and changed them and tweaked them, but they're, uh, they're in there. They're in the credits as, as, uh, as uh, in the actual uh, credit page in my test print. Uh, it's created by me and it has both of their names. And then like, it also has additional room concepts by them. So like giving them uh, publishing credits at that age, hopefully that'll encourage them and excite them to keep adding to the, the stuff that I make. I think that that's, that's awesome. Um, that's something that, 
you know, it, luckily that you're in that position that, that you can do that. Uh, but that's, that's very, very important. It's one of the things that we love about uh, that, that, that we try to stress here at, uh, at VCG is like the only way that this hobby and this industry is going to th thrive from for years on, you know, after us is if we get this next generation to 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 game, you know, right along like like we do and and or you know, they, they get into the get get them interested in the hobby. And yep. and that is just super, super cool. And and uh yeah, I, I, I when I read that I was like, oh man, I love this project even more now. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I try trying to work, wrangle them into as much as much as I can. That's very cool. Very cool. Um speaking of you said you have a test print. We've got a video of the test print that uh that, that you posted uh so it looks like the majority of this this project is done yes um, it's already so. like it's been through two rounds of editing right now the test print was after the first round walton wood who edits a lot of content out there he was the 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 lead behind ex libris uh uh Morkborg, uh, he, he he's doing the editing. So I have one more round of editing with him, and I've also resized it since the test one because oh, okay. it's not quite the Morkborg size. It's a little taller and a little narrower. So I, uh, once I I'm I, I made it the right size, so it's going to sit on the shelf right with that. Um, oh, so it'll be it'll fit with the Morkborg books. Yes. So love that. I love that. So, yes. Um, so that that's that's one of the things that I did. So he needs to look over it one more time, and then the stretch goal adventure has not been edited yet and it needs sure. another two pages and a cover done for that but that's like you had mentioned that's you can play this adventure and then there's a room that you can then segue into the Vaskram universe or if you're playing Vaskram, you can come into Morkborg from it so i wanted to create like that bridge between the two very cool very cool well let's uh, let's show off the uh, test print for a little bit I, I don't know if you want the the audio on and just to show or, or if you want to just talk over it it's i can talk over it if you want to mute okay. the audio and then let's uh let's i'll uh, we'll mute the audio i'll bring it on screen and uh we'll show it off a little bit and, and let folks know uh kind of an idea of what uh, what the finished product's gonna look like which i think is super super cool so as you can see it's not quite the right uh dimensions as the the morkborg book it's a little taller and not quite as wide um as my hands do most of the talking there <laughs> it's all right but my uh I have one of the sculptures on the front and then another sculpture is kind of in the background. Um, That's super, and then, super cool. And I actually have some of the original art in the campaign page as well. Somebody's already picked up that sculpture, um, which is fun. Um, I'm excited to see those go to new homes, trying to list the things on the back of the book that, that are in there for when somebody discovers it on the shelf um, that, that might not see it during the campaign. Uh, I don't know if it'll have the blue interior pages or if it'll be black there. Um, but okay. that just is the credits page in the very front. Uh, and then it goes in talking about what you would know going into the campaign. Um, and then it kind of how this dungeon is ever shifting and why it's constantly moving. Because really underneath there, there's a, a giant evil god that's underneath the ground. And that's why the dungeon can move and shift. Oh, and so ways cool. that you roll the dice to pick the next rooms. In the very back of the book, in one of the tables, we have like if you're only doing one story hook, you make sure you include these rooms in your in your game because they're important to that storyline. Otherwise, you can and add and, and add more random rooms to it as well if you want. And then the Malkala, the, the Mad Warlock, and uh, had us I talked about tearing the scrolls out, and that's the giant evil that's underneath the ground, which was a, a big it. panel board sculpture. And that was, that was in one of the rooms, which is why it was important to put it in with the layout of the other rooms. What happens if that, uh, uh, if that creature is, is slain in the adventure? Um, 
relics, ma basically the magic items that are in there, then going into the monsters, the creatures that are that are within the dungeon, as well as uh, some people that become infected. And then we have the no use for the dead table and a bunch of additional tables in the back of the book. I love it. I love it. Yeah, it's... Uh, yeah. Su super cool. I, I'm definitely going to keep this right along with everything else that the you know the Mork board guys have put out. Like I'm, I'm pretty selective on my on my Mork board content. Like mm -hmm. I, I love everybody that uh, I love the community that puts out, but you know I, I can't always. There's a lot. Like, grab everything, and and I I know I've said this on on the uh, on the show that like I try, I'm trying not to be like, hey. This is a cool Mark Borg product. Like, just just promote every single Mark Borg pro product that comes out because there's just so many. But when right. one really kind of gets my attention, I, I try to uh, I try to let folks know about it because uh, you know I think this is uh, super. Like I said, super super cool, and I love how you kind of put your own spin on it. Thank you, thank you. Uh, let's see. Aaron says I love the art, and from what I've seen the design, surprised there isn't an add-on option for the dungeon deck since it was mentioned in the crowdfunding. There, there like is. It should be down below. Yeah, pulled, yeah. I thought there the was. Yeah, there should there should be a uh, an option. Once you, uh, Aaron, scroll down a little bit further. I, I forgot to. On the left hand side, there's a menu. There's add-ons. Should see it. If you don't see it, then I broke something. <laughs> yeah, I saw it the other day, so I, okay. I uh, thought that was really cool. I, I love the fact that uh, you said that uh, you want to be in, in retail stores, which I think is super super cool. Um, I, I'll tell folks that I, I did back this at a, a retailer auction just because uh, we get uh, VCG gets invited to a whole bunch of conventions and uh, we'll be, uh, you know, this is a product that I think will be super, super popular. And I think folks will, will really be be into it. And so I, I personally backed it as, as, a, as a retailer. Um, if you're a retailer, you, you know, check it out. I think the price point's really solid. Not only if you're picking it up just for uh, for yourself personally, you know, that $20 price point is is just perfect i think um for uh, for for backing but uh, i think the retailer option is also right on there uh, aaron says oh sorry uh, not enough coffee <laughs> super yep. fine aaron don't worry been, about been it in there lots yep. of times it's uh, it's it's pretty early uh, so far here in the morning as, as well uh cal says i'm gonna have to pick up more borg you yes. are i can't believe you, do. you don't uh, you don't already have that it's um, well worth the money it's a it, it is should be, it should be on everyone's bookshelf Absolutely. Um, when did you when did you f first find uh, Mork Borg? Uh, I'm just so kind of curious, Brian. It was no. It was late October, early November of okay, we're in, of 20, uh, 2020. Mm -hmm. So okay. I discovered that because um, uh, it was like the last in person game I think I played. Like just because we're old and we don't get together as often as we should, um, sure. and I live like I live like an hour outside of Metro Atlanta, where most of my gaming, like my my old gaming friends, play. Um, so uh, they ran one. My friend Ross ran that, and then so then that's when like the next day I started sculpting this giant warhound creature that became Vascrim. So like within six months, I had already had the the core book of of a sci fi hack done after playing my, the first time I played Morkborg. That's how that's like awesome. Something about it. It was like when I was in high school, I went to the comic store and I discovered the Book of Nod, which was part of the uh, the vampire uh, mm -hmm. game, and it was the first like in-universe book that I had ever read, and it like changed my perspective of what 
gaming could be and what gaming products could be. And that same thing happened when I got the physical copy of Morkborg because like for some reason I everything's always like two columns of text, black and white. And it was just like being a designer, like I've been doing print design since like 97. It's like all of a sudden it's like, why, why did it take this to like realize that you can make everything really pretty and crazy and um, be so light on the rules? Because I've, as I've gotten older, the more games I've played, the less and less rules I've wanted. Yes. Um, so, yes. you know, I just want to sit around the table and have fun. And I want it to have be oozing with flavor and personality and less about like what, what all the crunch is. Absolutely. So. I'm, I'm right there with you, my friend. That's, that's exactly where I'm at as well. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's funny. Cause uh, it's, you know, and, and, I've talked to a few graphic designers and layout artists and, and, and all that, uh, that work in the industry and just work in, you know, not only just the tabletop industry, but in the industry in, in general. And it's so funny to listen. You can tell when they've come across Morkborg because, you know, they'll say, you know, Johan, Johan's work basically proved that everything that I was told was wrong can be right. Right. Yeah. You know, and, so it and has to be done right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And it's just so funny to listen to, you know, it, it's great to get it. And you're pretty much saying the same thing that like, you know, it, it just inspires you to, to go outside the boundaries you were told existed. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's, 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 I think we all need that in some capacity in yes. our everyday lives, you know, just, uh, Hey, you know what, if you've got a great, great idea, let's, push those boundaries and, and figure out uh, another way for, for things to work. And uh, yeah, I, I just, I think that's super cool for this industry. Uh, Cal says, yes, I'm backer 195. Yay, thank you. Thanks Cal. Uh, yeah. It's, it's super cool. And the other thing is like, you don't have to use this for more board. You could use right. it for, you know, any kind of OSR kind of RPG and, and uh, yeah, it, it's pretty cool. Um, let me think here. What else were we going to talk about? Um, what else? Uh, what's so? You also have a stretch goal that if you hit, uh, was it eight thousand dollars? You're yes. going to add four more pages of, of content to this book. Yes. So if we hit that, then I'll have to do that over the two weeks while we're waiting for funds to come through. Because I want, as soon as the funds come in, I want this off to the printer. Because sure. I want this back in time. Um, I'm planning on printing in the U.S. to have it back quickly so that I can oh, nice. okay. go ahead and get everything out and get onto another project and make sure I have it in time for Gen Con this year. Cause I've, I still cut back on conventions this year. Yeah. Um, but so that's, that's very okay. important that, that I have it for that. And also I want to keep, while infinite black is continuing to put out things. I still want creature curation to be putting out content that I do. Cause I get up at five 30 every morning. I work on my stuff get the kids up, get the, get them ready for, for breakfast and all that stuff. And then I still work on my stuff until I start working for infinite black uh, at nine or 10. So um, being able to continue to put out separate things is uh, I need to have some more crowdfunding projects this year. So I want to put out some more content. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, if folks like if folks are coming across this video and mm -hmm they mix they miss the crowdfunding campaign do you have what, what are your plans for for this after the fact if folks want to pick up a copy is is it going to be on your creature creations uh uh your uh, your website or is it going it to be, be okay well now there will be a time period so game found wants the projects to be closed down for about a month before they allow it to go into the the pledge manager phase okay 
So what I'll do is I'm going to have a thing at the very top of the page before the page locks. Cause like when the, when the campaign ends on Friday, it will lock and you won't be able to alter the project page anymore. So I'm going to create something hopefully that'll lead you to, you can follow the project after that. So people mm-hmm. that continue to follow, will have a little thing say, Hey, follow this to be to, so I'll put out an update once the pledge manager is unlocked and I'll have that open for a while. And once that closes down, then I'll have them available on, on my website. Excellent. Excellent. Um, yeah. Let's, let's talk a little bit about this too, because um, we, we, I f- feature a lot of Kickstarter campaigns mm-hmm. and of course we all know that the game found is, is, is kind of the next, you know, the, probably the, for the tabletop industry, it's probably the, the, the number two competitor to Kickstarter or, you know, it's the next, the next level of, of cr- crowdfunding uh, platform. Uh, I'm interested in t- just hearing you, uh, hearing as a creator, uh, your preference of of game found over Kickstarter. Not that not that I'm knocking either platform. Sure. Yeah. Um, no. But uh, I, I'm just kind of curious as to wh- why. Why? Yeah. Why? Why you picked uh, Game Found? So I, I discovered Game Found when we were getting ready to launch Baskrim, and they were still in beta. Mm-hmm. And we knew like uh, Infinite Black is a growing company, and we have lots of projects that we want to do. And so far, what we've discovered with Kickstarter is unless you've had X number of successful projects, you can only have multiple campaigns open at one time. Right. Because, right. and we, at the time, we had a dice campaign that was still in production that hadn't gone into fulfillment yet. So I reached out to the GameFound team because they had only had a couple of projects that had been launched as crowdfunding because for four years they were a pledge management platform. Yeah. Um, and so I talked to them and David from Infinite Black, we got on a, a video call with them and they're board game developers. You know, they're the Awakened Realms crew. There are people. And so I was like, yeah, I was like, what do you think about doing this as the very first RPG to crowdfund? Because, you know, we needed somewhere else to be. And we were also excited. Like, I like being an early adopter of things, especially if I can help other people get in on things. Um, So that's why we did it for that. And the reason I did it for Crawling Death, like, I don't, I've, I wouldn't be where I am without Kickstarter. And I will go back to Kickstarter and kickstart other projects. But I'm in a position with this book, if it covers production and gives me a little extra money to pay for like my warehouse rent like for a month or two, then then that's great. And if it makes it so other people discover a new platform and help other people get a place. Because, you know, Kickstarter, certain countries, you can't crowdfund there. Right. So some some other countries, like if you're a self-publisher, you might need another platform to be able to use. And some people just want alternatives. So if I can help let other people know that this exists with this project, that's that's why I went with this one. So I, I like it. I like it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I'm just I'm just curious. I've, I've I talked to quite a few, you know, uh, creators, you know, throughout the throughout the years. And, and uh, it's it's amazing. Uh, how many folks, you know, are like, hey, I wish there was another option as far as Kickstarter, not the, but then there's like some people are like, oh, I'm just strictly going to stick to Kickstarter because of the, the the platform itself, and it's just really great to see uh, GameFound. I think, you know, I, I I don't think I've talked to them like one on one yet, mm-hmm. um, but I'm I'm curious to, to I'm curious to see how much market they obtain here over the next five years. Cause I, I think you're going to see as they roll out more and more features uh, to their, their platform, I think you're going to see more creators migrate over there. At least maybe 
from time to time. I, I don't know if they'll constantly be there, but I, I think that, uh, you know, I think it's going to definitely take up uh, a larger share of the market over the next five years. And, so, And also being able to hit different audiences because some people may only back on one of the two platforms. So that's you might true. do one campaign yeah. on Kickstarter, then one on GameFound and go back and forth to try and grow your personal audience. Yeah. Um, and they just unlocked the crowdfunding to everybody last week. And I think a couple weeks before that, they got a huge financial, like, uh, backer by I think Ravensburger joined yep. as a as a as a, uh, as a partner financial partner and investor. Yeah, no, that's 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 really cool. Um, again, that's an, another aspect of the the tabletop industry that yep. uh, I think is gonna we're gonna see you know shift here in the next uh, next few years. Um, but yeah, it's very very cool. Uh, what else? Uh, what what else? Are, are you so you mentioned you're gonna be at Gen Con? Yes. I cut back this year on conventions because I wasn't sure where the pandemic was going to be at this point. So next year, I'll hopefully be back doing more conventions. I may be at Game Hall Con this year. I need to I need to discuss that and see if that's something that's going to be a possibility. Um, but I don't really have anything else lined up. And I, I may try and see if the, I can run some games possibly at PAX Unplugged because uh, right. it's been a few years since I, I've been there. And I just went to Gary Con just to experience it, run some Vast Grim games, play some games, network. So... I'd like to get out and run more games at shows and just mm -hmm. build up like people knowing about the things that I make. Um, but it's, it's hard when you're not working at a booth and trying to recoup the costs of travel and hotel and all that stuff. You know? Right. Right. Absolutely. Uh, I, I totally understand that uh, for sure. Um, yeah, no, I, I hear, I hear Gary Con was, was a great event this year and there was a lot my, my, uh, you know, social media feeds were, were, just nonstop uh, GaryCon uh, content, which was nice to see uh, that that convention kind of come back with uh, some some you know passion and and uh, looked like the community really was excited to be back after because they didn't get together for for a while because of the pandemic as well. Right. Um, so, um, yeah. Speaking of running games, Brian. Yeah. Yes. You're going to come on the show uh, here on Wednesday and uh, run run a session of Crawling Death uh, for us. Yes, Wednesday at 9 p.m., right? Yeah, 9 p.m. We've got a pretty good crew coming on. I say pretty good because Jason's part of it. And, and Jason, if you're watching this, you can you can say. Otherwise, it would be great. <laughs> Jason's great. Jason's great. I'm just kidding. Uh, Jason, uh, Jason's going to join us. Uh, Josh and Alan, I think, are all, the four of us are, are going to play in that session. And, and awesome. we're excited to have you on. It'll, it'll, be, a, it'll be a blast. And, uh, you know, if you... Uh, if anybody is watching and uh, you back this uh, product, uh, let us know uh, in the comments. We'd love to love to hear and thank you uh, for for backing it uh, personally. And and yeah, uh, yeah I, I'm super super excited. I keep saying that. I'm super excited. There's <laughs> there's there's like, like I said, I'm very selective on what I back for for more board content. So you know, a lot of stuff I'll, I'll back either you know just kind of the PDF level. I don't mm -hmm. really get the the physical product just because I want to see people you know i want to make sure that people are inspired and they, they 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 want to keep creating more board content but then there's certain projects that like i need to have the physical stuff in my you know grubby little hands and yes and uh, be on the shelf is, with all the yeah others. exactly and this is this is going to be one of them especially if it's going to fit right alongside you know the same size as uh, my more board books and, and content man that's yes that's important you know, it is important, and when you said it was when you said it was longer and, and higher, uh, you know, immediately my OCD was like, "Oh no, where am I going to put this? I can't put it next to the other books because it's not going to fit. It's not going to look right." But no, I'm glad that uh, you, you sized it the same. Yeah, 
It's little things that, that I know kind of bug me. I want it to look pretty on the shelf with all the other stuff. I want it to feel like it belongs. Absolutely. Absolutely. Cool. Cool. Um, can you talk about any other future plans that uh, you've got coming up? So I, uh, well, so besides I recently, what, uh, I'm sorry, say that again. I'm, uh, oh, besides conventions, what, oh, what so else, what else you got coming, coming? I did a, uh, a do you know, uh, Tony Vicinda, he had, he, uh, did a together we go jam based on the down we go, uh, one that he, uh, um, the the guy's name who created it is failing me but he helped publish so it's like a it's a very rules light system so i got with my kids and we started a um over the troll bridge game which is nice. on itch which is just like there's lots of community copies people can download it it's very cartoony it's yep. about a a floating city that you have to feed it treasure to keep keep the forge burning so it will propel itself over the lava or the city will sink down into lava and you go across magical bridges into unknown worlds and you have to bring back the treasure. It's a very, very playful game. So I'm probably going to build that out a little more so that it's maybe like a zine sized book. I want to, it's, it's all self-contained and hopefully hits a younger uh, audience. And then I'm working on three more vast grim expansion books, like 48 page books that nice. Adventure, Spaceship Rules, and another one that uh, still kind of deciding what it's going to be. So that'll be sometime in the near future as well. And then if if this if people dig Crawling Death, I've got four more decks. So I'll probably do an adventure with one of the other decks. Okay. Very cool. Very cool. Um, yeah. No, I, I'm, I'm excited to see uh, all the content that, that, that you're putting out uh, from here. You know, you've put out some really cool stuff in the past and... I'm excited to see what uh, what you put out in the future, and and uh, love love getting behind people that just love this community, the the tabletop community, love making cool projects, just have really awesome creative minds, and they're super talented. And Brian, you are definitely one of them. And well, thank you. Yeah, it's 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 been a it's a pleasure chatting with you every single time we we connect and 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 yes, run into each other, and and uh, I'm excited to. Uh, See you again at Gen Con and, and hopefully uh, more conventions later on this year and, and, and in the future. So, Awesome. Thank uh, you. All right. Uh, if folks want to know more about you and, and stay in touch with you, Brian, where should they go? Where, 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 do, you want, where do you want people to, 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 tend, to, to head to on, online? <clears throat> this place, because I'm all over the place and nothing is consistent, is yeah. Linktree slash Brian Colon. It has okay. all of my things, like all the different websites and social media, which I'm terrible at social media, but you can track me down. That's all right. Hey, you know, you're too busy creating cool stuff for the tabletop industry. Thank you. That's, Thank you. That's, yes. That's, I'd much that's... rather be creating than stressing. Like, should I say this? No, I shouldn't say this. Should I say <laughs> no? Okay. I... <laughs> Nothing. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, folks. If you enjoyed this conv- this conversation with Brian, hit that like button down below. And uh, if you are interested in anything that we we chatted about today, uh, click on the link in the description. And and like I said, if if you are coming across our content for the very first time, we'd love to have you hit that subscribe button and uh, be a part of our VCG community, so we can highlight really awesome, cool folks that are creative and making cool stuff for the tabletop industry, like Brian here. Uh, because uh, you know, I think these all these folks definitely need a larger spotlight because they're just so underappreciated in this in this industry because they're just without them we wouldn't have all the games and and products that we do so all right this has been victory condition gaming because winning shouldn't be the only victory condition when you get to the table we'll see you next time thanks brian for coming on thanks for having me bye everybody we'll chat later bye